nuclear. Now is it crick or creek? Coyote or coyote? Sometimes I say library. Welcome to You're Saying It Wrong. I'm Fletcher Powell, and each episode we turn to the people who literally wrote the book on this, sister and brother team Kathy and Ross Petrus, and we'll dive into what we get wrong and sometimes what we get right when we try to speak this weird English language. Today we're doing an episode that I look forward to every year. We're going to talk about the most mispronounced words of the year, of 2021. And I, you sent me a list, of course, before we got going today. I have not actually looked at the list at all. I want to come into this completely cold. But before we get to the specific words, how did you compile this list? Well, we didn't. We did. <laughs> <laughs> we stole the list, Fletcher, okay? <laughs> this was all over the news media. And we decided to pick it up because it was so popular. And we had been talking about it actually in New York last week on another radio show. And um, these were picked by newscasters, the words they had trouble saying. I think it's partly unfair because a lot of them are names and a lot of them are uh, slang, both of which, you know, like, well, you know, who cares? I thought. But what do you think, Kath, on that? Um, I wanted to say that the one reason we really wanted to do this, though, initially was the whole Omicron, Omicron, Omicron uh, started the whole idea of mispronunciation for the end of the year just as an, as an insert. But secondly, I agree with you, Ross. I, these were um, chosen, I think it was Babbel, the uh, language learning uh, company, uh, commis- was commissioned to, to generate a list of what were the, um, it's the sixth year this has been done, what were the words that newscasters, so you'd better be good at this, Fletcher, <laughs> struggled with. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of them are kind of bogus, I think. Let's start with Omicron, though, because Fle- that's we just talked about it. How do you pronounce that, Fletcher? I do say Omicron. From what I understand, maybe, uh-huh. Om- maybe Omicron is more correct. Is that right? Well, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are Greek in background, or, you know, Greek-American in background. And in Greek, it would be like Omicron, with like a rolling R. Kath and I were talking about it. Kath said, how did you pronounce it, etc. And I, I had just been reading a book in Greek, and I pronounced, in ancient Greek, actually, and I pronounced it Omicron with a rolling R and a kind of an owl sound. But, like, I don't really think, there was some classics professor who said, who cares? Omicron, Omicron. Does it really matter how you pronounce it? What do you guys think on that? First of all, the minute I think about it, I can't pronounce it at all. You know what I mean? I suddenly go mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know how I pronounce I I think I'm more in the Omicron. Om, I say. Omicron. Which is more or American. Omicron. Yeah. British is much more Omicron. Or Omicron. Omicron. My is in there, too. I don't, that, I don't like that part. The my I don't like. I think ma or me is fine. Omicron or omicron, but I don't like omicron. I couldn't possibly care less whether somebody says omicron or omicron. There was one time a newscaster, an NPR newscaster, as a matter of fact, this was uh, probably five days or a week into us knowing about omicron. And it came up in his newscast and I heard him pause and then stumble and then say omicron. And I thought to myself, you're a national newscaster. (laughs) You should very much be expecting Omicron to come up in your newscast right now. And and you just stumbled over that. That that did bother me quite a lot. I think I even tweeted about it. That's how much it bothered me. I made a tweet. (laughs) But um, (laughs) uh, other than that, like, who cares, really? Do you know what Omicron means in Greek? 
Well, I have sort of maybe learned that it means little o versus the big o, yes, which is omega. Micro o. Yeah. Yes, and omega means mega o. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. I just wanted to say um, I found one thing in the New York Times that that surprised me was a Dr. Andreas Willey, whose name I'm probably mispronouncing, a comparative linguistics professor at Oxford, said that it should be kind of like Omicron. Oh, in ancient Greek? No, he's just saying that's how the new Oxford English Dictionary, that's how he said it should be pronounced, Omicron, which makes the micron part more obvious, but I've never heard that in my life. I never heard mom saying that. And our mother was like, our mother was a horror with ancient Greek, with modern Greek. <laughs> You'd go like, I would like to have some spadikopita, and she'd go, uh, you should pronounce it better. So I'd go, spadikopita, and she'd go, no, spadikopita. <laughs> she goes, spadikopita. <laughs> and I hell. could not hear the difference. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. Yeah, or, oh, now the worst was that she was telling us stuff to say to you, papoo, and I thought I was saying it perfectly. She'd be like... Not really. <laughs> yeah, like a Christos Anesti or something. I'd be like, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we're both traumatized with with Greek. Yeah. So. It's, it's, do you guys want to get into the list here? I'm excited to see what words yep. you've got for me. Okay. Let me pull this up. Like I said, this is the first time I have even looked at these. <laughs> and the very first one. See, this is why I like to do these uh, these episodes here at the end of the year. The very first word here is it is slang. And I guess maybe if you're not really online, you might not have come across this word. I'm not really sure how much it will be floating around otherwise. The word is spelled. I'll spell it a couple times. C-H-E-U-G-Y. That's C-H-E-U-G-Y. And this is a word that I came across at some point this year. And I I did go ahead and look it up because I had no idea what was going on. And it's pronounced chuggy. Correct. But even more than that, the definition is incredibly wiggly. And probably in some world, us even talking about how to define <laughs> chuggy is kind of chuggy. But <laughs> although I think Ross and I are too old to be choosy, we're, we're in true. the okay boomer area, you know. <laughs> I think you, I think you do have to be millennial to be choosy, or at least it's something that millennials are a lot of times. And it's kind of an insult, but it's kind of a kind of a soft poke of an insult. And and from what I understand, things that are choosy are sort of. Um, maybe you're trying too hard, or maybe it's something that's like mm-hmm. kind of not in style anymore. Something that's, uh, I, I think the word that I've often seen associated with it is basic. And mm-hmm. y- <laughs> you, you know it when you see it. I do know for sure that watching f- the TV show Friends is chuggy. I know that's true. But I think it's also okay, stuff. I am chuggy then. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think it's also stuff maybe like talking about how much you love bacon. Right. That's that's chuggy. Um, and it, it's a, it's a difficult thing to describe. But but it's stuff along those lines. Ugg boots. I think Ugg boots are chuggy. Oh, yeah. Ugg boots would definitely be chuggy. Yeah. I don't believe I'm saying this. I'm, I'm frightened, Toto. <laughs> um, the thing that got me with chuggy is I thought it was um, a neologism, uh, neologism from this year, but it was actually coined in 2013. It's been around that long. Which I was was kind of surprised about. Yeah, I was shocked when I learned that, yeah. I also looked it up on Google Ngram to see if it made it into books, and uh, they didn't have it at all. 
So that that was interesting as well. It's something that that Gen Zers use to describe millennials, right? Is it something Correct. like that? Okay. And it caught on because of TikTok. Someone, I think there was a TikTok video that went into the whole chuggy thing, and then it went insane. My question though is, how long is it going to last? Is it is it a word that's going? Is it a slangy type word that's going to make it, or is it going to disappear in in five years? I mean, there's no way of knowing. I'm just sort of curious about it though. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to last. I get the feeling it'll sort of disappear. In fact, I sort of get the feeling it's already kind of disappearing. But partly because it's not necessarily something that makes people really angry i don't think i mean they, people talk about how they themselves are chuggy and you know in some in some ways almost embracing it and so it doesn't really if it's not really making that many people angry it doesn't seem like it'll stick around these days <laughs> that's a good that's a good ad, that's a good analysis <laughs> that's odd yeah it's an interesting yeah i think you're right though I also think it's a little too, um, I think it's so specific. It's because the fact that it is a Gen Z millennial thing, it's like, if you can't say I'm chuggy, I, not that I should be. I, <laughs> this is very strange how I'm putting this. But I think the, the fact that it's such a narrow thing, I mean, does it, yeah. does, would, does it, you know, it doesn't really spread. I don't know. I, I don't see this lasting. All that said, I, it, it had exploded and everybody knew what it was before I came across it at all to begin with. So there could be this whole other world where Chugi is flourishing right now that I just don't realize. And apparently we don't either. Yeah. So we've got a problem here. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next word, Fletcher. All right, next word is the name of a restaurant and also a kind of pepper. We've talked about this before, actually, and I'm wondering why why it came up so much this year. C-H-I-P-O-T-L-E. It's Chipotle. Uh, but why why is this popping up so much this year? I mean, Chipotle, the restaurant, has been around for a good while now. Uh, that one really got us, too. We couldn't really figure it out. We looked online. It doesn't seem th- There doesn't seem to be any real reason it would pop this year specifically. And we've talked about it, I think, a couple of years ago, actually. And... It, it's there. I don't understand it. No, I don't get it either. I mean, it opened in 1993, Chipotle, and we're still not pronouncing mm-hmm. it. I don't get it. I really don't get it. No. But And we also mentioned it comes from a Nahuatl word, Aztec, a Udo Aztec, Aztecian language, and uh, it's been in central Mexico since the 7th century. So it's, <laughs> so an it's old been around. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if it ended up on their most mispronounced list back then, though. This is an interesting question. Look into this. <laughs> well, well, we'll take a look at that for next time around. Just, just right. to, to address it just a little more, the thing I hear most often here is Chipotle. People tend to uh, flip that L and the T around. But I also mm. know that um, it, in in Britain, don't they say like chip, Chipotle? Oh, here we go with the glottal T, huh? Right. I, I know. I must say, I've always the one I've heard it being mispronounced as is Chipotle as opposed to Chipotle. Mm-hmm. But that was like when it first opened. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check. Is that how it's pronounced in Britain? Chipotle. 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 That's what I'm seeing too. Or Chipotle. That's interesting, Fletcher. I'm also seeing Chipotle in Mm. British English. Mm. But Fletcher seems to be an expert on British mispronunciations, which is quite impressive. (laughs) Yeah, I can't explain that one at all. I'm sorry. I just found the UK's most most confusing, uh, uh, according to Google, the ones that the UK searches the most often that are food related. Chipotle is number one. Number two is quinoa Mm. and gnocchi. Those are the top three. (laughs) 
Yeah, that makes sense. I would. We've I would. Done all of them. I would guess all. Yeah, we have. We've talked about all of those, and I would guess all of them are yeah. pretty high up on food mispronunciations here in the U.S. too, for sure. Mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of food, the next one's another food, but it's from another part of the world. Is that what it is? Because I have never seen this word in my life. It's spelled D A L G O N A. I have no idea. I mean, I, I would look at it and say something like Dogona. But why? What, the only reason I would say that is that's because what those letters are. I don't know what this is. It's a candy. It's a Korean candy. Uh, I had never seen it before either. I've got to admit. But it it, it made the list because it's on uh, Netflix's Squid Game. Oh, so that's okay. Why... And I I I believe I am uh, the lone person in the world who has not seen Squid Game. So. That well, explains. join the club. Okay, there's, there are three of us. We're very chewy here, here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, we've all been watching Friends, I guess. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, so how do you say it? Who's going to try yeah, it? Yeah, you want to give a shot. <laughs> it's like, I'm reading the pronunciation. I have never said this word in my life. It's the D is sort of pronounced as a T, and the uh, G sometimes sounds sort of like a K, so it's Talgona. Talgona. Wow. Talgona, I thought. Talgona. No, I see it as na. Talgona. You're right. Okay, the next one, Fletcher. All right. Next up is uh, this. Okay, this is a cryptocurrency, and it's not Bitcoin, but it's uh, D-O-G-E coin. Now, I guess I always thought it was Dogecoin because D-O-G-E is Doge, but is that right? It is. Dogecoin. And it comes, it's, this shows what a chuggy person I am. I saw the word doge and coin, and I thought it came from doge, like being the um, leader of, the, doge used to be like the head of uh, like Venice or something. It's right. Like that's what, that's what Duke. I thought, Ross. Me too. Right. It doesn't. We're all chuggy. It comes from a slangy word for dog from online, doge. Yeah. It's sort of a joke. I assumed that it first came from the, the Italian Doge, um, and then people took that and and sort of added the dog meaning to it. But no, that's where it comes from. It comes from that. It's sort of like it's sort of a rip off or like a kind of a rip, uh, you know, like a, a riff on. Uh, it was sort of a joke cur- uh, cryptocurrency, and then it, of course it took off. Oh, how funny! People made a lot of money on it. That is what fascinated me. I didn't realize it was initially kind of like a pranky thing. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be like a funny you know, commentary on cryptocurrency, and it became, uh, as opposed to being satirical, it became legit and, and, and a moneymaker. It's just, oh, it fascinates me these what days. What a world. I know. I know. On that one, we were talking about NFTs the other day, because mm-hmm. that's another yeah. uh, word I that really people don't, don't understand know. NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole other podcast. That's way beyond our scope here. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, the the last name of a musical artist, E-I-L-I-S-H, and that's Eilish, Billie Eilish. You got it. I didn't understand that one being difficult. My only thought was that perhaps someone reading sees it, does not know the singer, and thinks it's Eilish or yeah. something. I was trying to think what would be wrong here, because I, I immediately knew that one. I would guess it's something along those lines, yeah. Well, how do you spell ceiling? Right. With, with so the... maybe they see the E-I and they think Eilish, I guess. I don't know. Eilish? Eilish? I mean, you could come up with some po- different possibilities, I think, especially if you have no idea at all who that person is, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's where I, I have difficulties when these lists include names because they're so specific. I like it because it reminds me of what people were talking about this year and it reminds mm-hmm. me of the things I ought to have known about maybe, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> but but I understand. You I have understand. two weeks, Fletcher, to catch up. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> Uh, up next, I don't know what this is. I, I'll I'll pronounce it the way it looks, um, but but I'm not sure what it is. E T H E R E U M, and it looks like uh, Ethereum, but I don't know what this is. Yes. Okay. Cool. Ethereum. It's another it's another cryptocurrency. Ah, very good. And uh, you you pronounced it correctly. And I bought some a long time ago, just a curiosity. <laughs> oh, and how, how rich are you now, Ross? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was weird. I mean, I bought a tiny, tiny bit. I was just sort of curious what would happen. And it skyrocketed. I, I don't, I, I mean, this is not a financial thing, but those things really frighten me. Did you, you guys heard about that poor guy, though, who has a, I think it's a Bitcoin, 500 billion he's missing. He's missing. Apparently, what you do is when you buy it, it's all like a crypto. I mean, it, there's like a code, and the code gets you the currency. Right. He had the code on his um, on his laptop, and oh. apparently, he by accident switched um, hard drives oh. and threw one hard drive oh, away. God. That hard drive had, but he had bought it like when it was a penny each, or you know, whatever it was. It's now worth five hundred million dollars, and it's in some garbage dump in Wales, I think. Oh, and good he's God. trying to get the garbage dump to authorize going through everything to find that one <laughs> sickening. God, this is interesting. That the term itself, Ethereum, was coined by the programmer who invented it, a Russian Canadian programmer whose name I'm not going to apply. And it said after browsing a list of fictional elements on Wikipedia. So mm-hmm. I guess he thought it sound it does sound cool. I think Ethereum sounds cooler than Doge. I don't know that they both sound kind of cool. And what do I know? I'm a boomer, but I think that <laughs> sounds much. cool. Yeah, I don't know much about them either. <laughs> the next one I don't completely understand. I don't know exactly what it is uh, or why people are mispronouncing it. it the, it's two words: ever, ever and given. I don't I don't know what is going on here though. We didn't either. That one seemed really weird. So what is what is ever given? What it was was remember the ship that blocked the Suez back um Oh yeah. Yeah. It was the ever given. And what they're saying is apparently um again we go back to reading something and apparent they said that newscasters saw it as evergreen. Oh. The company that owned the vessel. But uh, that one to me is like I, I don't think that's legit. I'm sorry. I think that's that. I think that's really not fair. I don't think that should be on this list. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty silly one to be on the list. Uh, newscasters mispronouncing it, I can see definitely. Evergreen is a term that we use a lot for like a story that will hold for for a long time mm-hmm. or forever, right? It's evergreen. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's something that's already stuck in the back of newscasters' minds. And if they're moving quickly and they just run across that, you know how we read. We read in chunks. And so reading that as evergreen, that's not that surprising to me that, that a lot of newscasters would be mispronouncing it. Now, regular people, mm-hmm. you know, that that's that's different. But. but from there, they take it from the newscaster. They don't read it, and then they just that's you know, true. see it incorrectly. That's then. true. That's true. And people, yeah, people would have heard it rather than read it sometimes, and people would be going around calling it evergreen. Yeah. I mean, on that level, I mean, our mother always said uh, instead of trattoria, she would say trattatoria. 
uh, Trattoria. Oh, okay. Trattoria. Yeah, right. And I, I honestly looked at the thing and I saw as Trattoria. And I was looking when I was a kid. I mean, looking at it and I, you know, I, I didn't see it correctly because I just had it in my head. So I think that's what happened with these people as well. Although, if I can interject, Ross, you forgot that she got even worse with it in later years. She kept saying Trattoria. Do you remember oh, that? Really? <laughs> yeah, you know, she go. Let's go to Tatatoria. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's why we got so interested in language. Yeah. yeah. That's really um, interesting, though. You, it, the way you had heard it, started to influence the way you actually saw it. I wasn't reading it exactly. I would see this, like you, what you just said, quite accurately. I saw the shape. Right. And I, I read it incorrectly. Wow. Because I wasn't really reading it. I just saw. That sort of, I mean, that's why I think people look at Chinese and they think, gee, Chinese is so weird with all those little squiggly things or whatever. But it's not. We, we don't, we read English almost like Chinese read Chinese. Right. We see like a shape and then we read it. Right. Yeah. We, we don't, we don't individually read every letter before we form the word. Isn't that what happens with us or, or used to with poinsettia? Because most people say poinsettia. And I mean, I didn't realize it was poinsettia until several years ago. And I never saw that eye in there at the end. I didn't, mm -hmm. I don't think, you know, don't you think it's the same sort of thing? Like you just drop these things out, you block them. No, yeah. completely. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, yeah, there's a, it's funny cause there's a, um, a name, uh, a person has a name, and in, in, his name was Sh uh, Shilb, but I kept reading it as Schlib. And I was thinking as a kid, when I first read Tolkien, I read Tolkien as Biblo, not Bilbo. Oh. And I, I think because the, there are certain sounds that sound better in English, and sometimes you just switch them and, and you keep going with it. And you never, and then years later, I read, I thought, oh, what do I do? It's Bilbo. <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, another one I'm not sure why is on the list. It's a, uh, unless it's something beyond what I, but what I know it as. This is a city in Scotland, G-L-A-S-G-O-W. Was this where there was, um, a big, uh, international meeting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a climate, climate yes. accord or something? Climate okay. conference. Okay. And so it's Glasgow. Correct. Yes. Right. The, uh, it, Glasgow, not Glasgow. Right. Right. And emphasis on the first syllable. Glasgow. Correct. Okay. I got curious about where the word came from. I mean, it's from um, Celtic, but this is my favorite. This is when I start like getting panicky. It was on a, a historic Glasgow site and it said the name Glasgow was thought to derive from a Bryonthic Celtic, <clears throat> I'm gonna spell it, C-L-E-S-C-H-I, meaning dear green, green place. And I'm trying to figure out how you pronounce C-L-E-S-C-H-I now. Glasgow. <laughs> That must be it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Fletcher. <laughs> okay, moving on. I think this must be a name. I don't know what this is. And I think, depending on whether it's a first name or a last name, would change how I would pronounce this. It's K-E-L-C-E. -E. K-E-L-C-E. -E. And if it's, a, if it's a last name, I guess I would probably say Kels. But if it's a first name, I would probably say Kelsey. Excellent. It's a last name and it's Kels. Okay. You're absolutely right. And he said, I felt, he's a, a Eagles, um, what is he, a center for us? Do you know? I, he's mm -hmm. an Eagles player. Center. Is that I know. He's a football player? Yeah. His name is, it's Jason Kels. And I th and he said he finally he did a whole interview in July saying just cash in the middle of it he said oh everybody's been saying my name wrong for years 
He said, everyone says Kelsey. And it was the first time. He said, actually, it's Kels. (laughs) It's interesting. The name is of Polish origin, apparently. And it means that you're from a place, Kels. I don't know how they pronounce it. I have a Polish friend I'll ask. Kels, Poland. But they spell it K-I-E-L-C-E. That's apparently the origin of the name. Okay. And here's an interesting little mini fact. It's the 535,476th most numerous surname in the world, <laughs> born by about 1 in 12,105,558 people. So don't be upset if you don't know how to pronounce it, because you're not going to meet too many Kelsis in the world. But what got me the most was, Ross, it kind of reminded of you and me with uh, Petrus slash Petrus. He said that, like, everybody always called him Kelsey, so the whole family was like, okay, fine. So even yeah, his dad, he said exactly. his dad would answer the phone saying hi and said, yeah. Kelsey. Oh. So it's like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's very accommodating of them. I mean, some people throw a real fit. Understandably, you know, you want to have your name pronounced correctly, but that's, you know, hey, go along to get along, I guess. Yeah, really. It's okay, whatever. They're talking to me at least, right? <laughs> you know? Okay, another a word that I think is probably a name, and I also don't know how to pronounce, S-H-E-I-N. I would look at that and probably say shine. And That's what I would have said. Okay. <laughs> right. And who is this and how do you say it? Okay. They say it should be pronounced she-in. She-in. Oh, okay. And I'm actually sort of curious about that. Who is this? It's a Chinese company. It's kind of like China's, like, um, H&M or, or, or Zara, if, if you know women's fashion companies fast fashion it's a fast fashion company are you looking it up ross to see how you say it in china as we talk i'm, I'm listening to i'm just curious how the chinese would be pr- pronouncing it and how we would uh, these things when they do foreign languages with foreign uh sounds i always get nervous about it is it real or not it looks to me like it would be g with like with the j sort of j j you know how you do that ross i can't yeah what it was, though, why this word is on the list, It's a uh, there was a thing called a Sheehan Hall trend on uh, TikTok and on Instagram and stuff. And it'd be people would record themselves trying on different outfits from the company. It'd be voom, 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 voom. You'd go, voom, right, they're okay. different outfits. So that's why. Right. I personally had never heard of it, but neither, neither Neither had I. Now, I do want to give myself a little bit of credit. Had I seen this in a newscast or really anywhere where I had to read it out loud, I would have had context and I would have seen that, you know, it, it was a Chinese company. I absolutely would have looked it up to, to find out how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way I would have found it was a Chinese company and said shine. I wouldn't have done that. I agree with you. I just looked it up. How the Chinese company says, and I can't vouch for this because this is online, but the Chinese it says the Chinese company says she in. So there we go. Now we've got a Greek tennis player. Yes, Fletcher. we do. I, w- I was proud that I knew who this was. I, I'm a tennis fan. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched as much men's tennis, as a matter of fact, over the past uh, decade or so, because it hasn't been nearly as interesting as women's tennis has. But this one I do know. He's Is he Greek or Greek-American? I can't quite remember. I thought it was Greek-Greek, but... That could be. I don't know either. Yeah. He definitely has a Greek Greek name, uh, and and I may get um, some emphasis wrong on syllables, so uh, don't blame me for that. But it's uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Very good. Very good. So a but little not more exactly. <laughs> yeah, we we listened to him say his name. We actually this was interesting because we listened to several Greeks pronounce his name, and then we listened to him pronounce his name. Well, this is where you and I had a debate, Ross. 
Remember? Yeah, and his pronunciation was a little different than a lot of the other Greeks pronouncing his own name. But he had more of an emphasis on the st, the first syllable in both. Stephanos Tsitsipas. Okay. Yes. But this is where Ross, I've got to say, when we were talking about this, when we first looked at the pronunciation, Ross said that's impo- it would be Stephanos, didn't you say? Stephanos? I don't remember Stephanos? actually now. Or was it just, Hold on a second. You had a debate about it, and, and it turned out yeah. that this is how he said it, so so you lost. <laughs> because it should be Stephanos, the the, uh, the accents on the E in Greek. I'm just looking at a Greek uh, Greek letters here. It's Stephanos. I don't know what I was saying if I did But he it. pronounces it Stephanos. Stephanos, yeah. Oh, I thought he pronounced it Stephanos, and I thought it should be Stephanos, but he does pronounce it Stephanos. Okay. So whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> he's a good Greek boy, <laughs> and he's very good at tennis. <laughs> yes, he is. And uh, looks like we're going to close out with... <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll spell it to begin with. Y-A-S-S-I-F-Y. And I assume this comes from the, the, the Yas Queen phrase and, yes. and we are yassifying things uh-huh. yes Fletcher <laughs> Fletcher is You're not joking very good very good <laughs> I now 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 I I got the I got the ah right it's yas right there was a there was a long time where I thought it was yas and and that didn't sound so great but but I'm pretty mm. sure it is I'm pretty sure it is yas yes because sometimes they spell it y-a-a-s instead of y-a-s-s so that's what helped me initially because I was like you I initially thought it was yas right so then I was like ooh, it's yas <laughs> but what gets me is on our we have a list here of uh, I think it was from CBS and CBS has yesify did you see that Kathy yesify yeah which I think is wrong that's I mean, just wrong. wrong that's I just wrong yeah that's just wrong oh yeah. that is yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah do. oh yeah yesify <laughs> and I never heard of yesify like that have you no no it's yesify no. yesify <laughs> now tell me what what does it mean to yesify something <laughs> I know it's a, the world is such a fascinating place these <laughs> I days I love it I love it. It's when you um, you you change an image, um, you keep applying beauty filters to a picture, so it's like you can like you know keep on like smoothing it, and then you add like cheekbones, and you add the eyebrows, like the the ones that look like they're um, that super. I forget what it's called right now. And it ends up, I am looking right now at a picture of the New York Times, which is wonderful, and it's Vermeer's girl with a pearl earring. Uh, yassified and it's it's just un- it's just amazing <laughs> it bears no resemblance it's like it's like a bad vogue shot you know they're done to resemble another word glamazons do you know glamazons glamazons no i don't know that one okay i haven't heard of glamazons in years is that still around well i just read an article right here and miriam webster referred to it as a glamazon wow I didn't it's even a know glamorous that. self-assured tall women woman Kind of like me, is. you mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh that hard, Ross. <laughs> no, it's 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 pretty remarkable, though. But then, I mean, we go back to, oddly enough, I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's done to be funny or, or, or slightly ludicrous. But then you look at, like, various influencers or Kardashians or whatever, what they do with themselves in pictures. And it's, it's really uncanny these days. <laughs> so can you, are they... 
can we take it outside of just the filter on photos thing? Or can we yossify other things? I mean, in order just to make them more fabulous, or is it specifically? Does it have to be filters on photos? That's well, I guess we're Kathy and I are we're both. I mean, all of us here are not cutting edge here in terms. Of, <laughs> so I think we all panicked when Fletcher said the said that because I don't really know all the definitions we're reading say it's done via you know the computer but i can't believe it would be restricted that way yeah one thing i want to say quickly is i looked it up on um it's not yet in uh the oxford english dictionary interestingly enough the word mm -hmm. i'm curious is it in miriam webster i am not seeing anything that you've got me um everything i'm seeing is editing photo it's a photo editing but i yeah. think that it should be spread actually i, like I think it, it will say yeah i think yasify is a good word I like the word. I think it's useful mm. too. Sort of glamorizing something. Yeah. But like layer by layer. <laughs> I, I think it's sort of cool. I like the word. Mm -hmm. Okay. Urban Dictionary. I, I found, I did find they're saying making something more, making something more like spicier or casting your yas spell. Really well. <laughs> yeah. Well, Very good. good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it is I'm it is going to become that. generalized i think <laughs> that's good uh, yeah i think we need more yas in our lives yeah i'm, I'm all for it speaking of yasify i just looked it up and uh I, I was looking it up on oed if they had anything and they don't but they do have assify which i never knew was a word <laughs> meaning like to look like an ass or to make like, yes make yourself <laughs> yes and they have it from uh they have like Robert Southey in 1804, instead of oxifying or assifying myself, but they have it in 2012 as well. I'd make an Olympic sport out of assing myself, assifying myself. So, out of, well, under what, the influence of wouldn't alcohol. Wouldn't that be from Bottom in Shakespeare? No, I, I assumed immediately, no, no. I don't see it here, but that's a good question. Kathy, don't be fussifying. There's another word, too. So. <laughs> I, like, I like all these affyings. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. This episode of You're Saying It Wrong has been produced by me, Fletcher Powell, help from Beth Golay and Luann Stevens in the studios of KMUW in Wichita, Kansas. If you have a question for Kathy and Ross, you can tweet it at us. We're at YSIWpod. Email them at kandrpetrus at gmail.com or email me at powell at kmuw.org. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a rating or even a review at Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help us. They're how we get more people to find us. Kathy and Ross's book, You're Saying It Wrong, was published by 10 Speed Press. You can find that and much of their other work pretty much anywhere you get books. We recommend your local independent bookstore. And, of course, Kathy and Ross are always up to something. You can check out their other work through their website, kandrpetras.com. That's K-A-N-D-R-P-E-T-R-A-S dot com. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks.